I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yep, you look good, you smell good, you talk proper, you're not the talk of the town, meaning you're good news. I said you're good news, meaning I would do anything to write a story on you. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen and uh it's a wednesday the end of the week for us kind of and uh we're ready to to rock and roll we got uh one of our favorite motherfuckers on the planet uh, in in the house virtually um and that's uh the host of the mundane festival podcast uh the guest on three guys on this week mm-hmm. um the co-star of biggie the uh upcoming cin- cinematic film from uh jl Covan um and uh just an overall cool guy chris lambert comedian uh you can find her at chris lambert.com what's going on chris hey thanks for having me guys glad to be back no doubt man i think last time we talked to you was right around the time before we met you in person and uh yeah in raleigh man yeah yes yeah that was a great time that was a good that was uh one for the history books hell yeah yes man. we had a we had a wonderful wonderful time and uh as we shared before but i know this is the first time we actually like talking to you in person yeah and me and roger was highly upset that we was uh late because we couldn't find parking spaces yeah i didn't know you guys were late till i heard you talk about it on the podcast <laughs> yeah man like i like that like i was freaking the fuck out man because we left with plenty of time yes we did we just got there and the parking situation was a little confusing to us because we weren't uh-huh. sure like that you know and this you know this is just a, a issue with uh any gps thing where when you say you want to go somewhere in a populated metro area they really should point you to the parking lot yes like, like yeah. you know like they should it should say like instead of just do you want to go to such and such theater it should be like uh or or the nearest parking or some some option like that so that i'm not like oh there's a thing oh no you can't turn around here yes or you turn <laughs> we had to We're go all be around the building yeah but uh we got there i think a couple minutes late man so i was you know let down and then of course uh white people start everything on time so yeah, that Fonte had called me before the show. He was like, "Hey, man, you know, I'm uh, I might be running a little late, but I had to get my babysitter and all that." And I was like, "All right." He's like, "If y'all, if you, if you could do anything to hold him back, because I know how white shows are and they start on time." So I was like, "Yeah," because I was like, "Are you guys? We're starting at 8:01." I was like, "Oh shit!" And I was like, "All right." Yeah, they don't play that shit. But yeah, they was like, "We ain't got all night long. We ain't gonna bring no." You know, we ain't gonna bring out the musical act while we waiting thirty minutes. This but, is not a rap show. No, but I enjoy I enjoyed it, man. You did a great mm-hmm. job yes, too. You did. Like by the time we even got there, you were pretty much killing it already. So it was cool to just kind of walk in yeah. to the most, Chris killing it. Yeah, the most Thank we you. may have missed maybe like the first maybe two to three jokes, and after that, we was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I I don't know exactly how many jokes you got off before it, but I just remember coming what in was the, what was i talking about when you guys came in you were uh it was you were talking about watermelon juice okay i i don't know i may have been like 
five minutes in or something. Okay. I, okay. I don't remember, but yeah. Yeah, you you had just started talking about going shopping and like I, I caught the tail end of the first that whatever the joke was before that, and then you started talking about shopping. And I said, "Here comes watermelon juice." It's, oh yeah. It, it's it's different when you know some of the jokes coming up because. And you know the person and you're rooting for them because they're such a good person and all this shit. And I know this is the first like theater show for you. So like, yeah. um, is, it was more like watching a football game that my cousin was playing in. Sure. Yeah. You know what I, mean? no, I totally understand. Yeah. You, it's uh, like a, a nervous energy and you're like, yeah. hey, is he gonna, is he gonna bomb? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I feel like if, uh, it was a movie they would pan over the my face while you were saying the jokes and I would be mouthing the jokes along with you, leaning forward, <laughs> yeah, yeah. not not laughing at all. <laughs> yeah. Just like, you know, just being like, and an old black man was at checkout line and then he said, and then they just cut to you and you're saying the, the joke with all the charisma and the right way yeah, and all this shit. Yeah, Roderick is like yeah. the, the silent fist pump, like yeah. the proud parent. Yeah, stand up, cheering, like but just going to touchdown. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, I mean, I treated that like a, because you can't just open mic it when when you're when you're doing a theater. So I just like I was telling you guys afterwards, I was just treating that like a. When I knew that we booked that date, uh, I just uh, treated everything like it was a preparation for like a little half hour special, and uh, so I just prepared that way and tried to book myself as much as possible and. And uh, doing the road, doing the road with Hardwick helped a lot too. So uh, there were jokes that I knew that were going to work, and then I added some stuff to to the to the material and stuff that I'm like continuing to work on now. So yeah, I'm I'm glad you guys got to see it. That was a that was a humbling experience that you guys came all the way out, and uh, it was great, man. It was, man, we were yeah. humbled to be invited, dog. Yes, and and we we wouldn't have missed it for anything because. I think we had talked about it a while ago, and even before anything was confirmed, like months ago, I'd already like scheduled it off. I was like, "These days, I will not be here." I'm letting y'all know now. I don't care what you're doing, what you got going on. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. and I feel like also, if this was Chris Lambert the movie, at some point for dramatic license, you would have started stumbling over your jokes and getting real nervous, and then I would have been the audience. And I would have been like, come on, Chris, you know Sweet. this. You've been practicing your whole life for this yeah. moment right yeah. here. And then you would get, then you would nail it with an ad lib that would be so funny that everybody would immediately hop back on board with the joke. Yeah. And, and well, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No. And, and, and I think for me, the, I guess the, the coolest part for me was just the fact that I was like, here's a friend of mine on stage telling jokes and it was i can't explain the just like the warm and fuzzy feeling i got inside just to be there to to support because it's one of those things where i have um me and roger have been wanting to see you live for a long long time but i know uh you travel but you rarely get down here so it to me it was just an exciting experience and i just thank you for even thinking about us oh yeah well i i wanted to i know your listeners are probably like what the fuck this love fest Man, fuck but, them. Uh, what they yeah. want us to hate each other? We got yeah. a good audience that loves people that love each other, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They wouldn't That's listen true. to us otherwise. They could be so. tuning into somebody and be like, listen, ho, I know you my wife, but fuck that. Get in there and cook me something to eat. And everybody yeah. be like, oh, this is the yeah. greatest show ever. Listen, listen here, nigga. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, you want to see true. fucked up relationships? Go watch Love and Hip Hop. Ain't that the truth? That's true. Or my parents. 
Happy holidays, everybody. <laughs> see you got see you soon, mom and dad. Uh, they're great. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, like I, I mean, I, when I booked that, I was like, well, maybe, maybe you know, you guys could come, and I just wanted to make sure that at least uh, your tickets were taken care of. That was just my main concern because I didn't want to be like, oh, y'all gotta come pay this, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was glad that that worked out, and and then Fonte came through. That was a uh, Icing on the cake. Hell you know? yeah, man. That was cool. You wanted to hang out with us. So Right. That was when your favorite rapper gets a babysitter to go see you do a show. It's like serious. Dude, and it's and it's you know, I tried like I was telling I even told him to his face, I'm like, Look, man, I'm not trying to be a stand, but dude, like that his music, you know, got me through my twenties and it mm. was like some real that was real stuff, man, and it was it was great to to just know, like, and I think you guys, I'm echoing what you guys have said uh, earlier. Just you, you said on the podcast when you guys were talking about it, um, just the fact that you can be nice and still be uh, successful. Yeah. Like, like Fonte is nice, Hardwick's nice. And if you kind of find, like, the, the higher you get up the rung, most people, for the, for the most part, a lot of the people have been nice. A lot of the people that I've been fortunate enough to meet have been pretty nice, and it's no reason for me to be a dick, you know? Right, yeah. So. And most people you come across just in general are nice. There are a few assholes. Most people are nice. And the, the thing about Hardwick that I had to give him credit for, he was, like, talking to people before us and talked to some people after us and then went out there and had a long-ass line of people. I was like, oh, my God, when is he yeah. going to get out of here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah he, I, and it was also kind of cool too because um, Chris Lambert and Chris Hardwick's sets are so different. Yes, they are. That uh, you know, because like I think in in the layperson's mind, I'm just thinking like, well, how's Chris gonna work with this audience? You know, when I walk in the audience, like, what's you know, how's that gonna go down? This audience might be here for a bunch of nerd jokes and shit, and yeah, uh, you know, but man, you had those people cracking the fuck up. And uh Chris Harwood comes out and is just like completely different, different, completely random. Mm-hmm. Um and that was cool of him too to get an opener that was um different than him, but not sorry. You know what I mean? Because I think sometimes yeah. you'll see comedians, uh, at least some of the shows I've been to, Dude. where it's like, let me get an opener that's not as funny as yeah, me. And not as good. And not as good as me. And then I'll the audience, yeah, so when the audience comes out, I mean, when I come out, the audience like, oh, thank God, the real comedy can start. Yeah, as a, was terrible. Yeah, as opposed to this, where it's just like, oh, that guy was funny, and I didn't expect that was type of jokes nope. tonight. Yeah. Oh, and now Chris Harwick, who I'm here for, it was more like a, you know, a supportive stance instead of a, you know, this dude ain't ready for to be opening for me, you know? Yeah, and I, I think with with him, he's uh, as a part of being secure uh, with what you have as a perform. What he that's him being secure with what he's got as a performer, and then he's loved so much by his audience that he attracts uh, people that are there to have a good time that yeah. like certain things. So if 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 he likes, usually like if a headliner likes somebody as then wants them to be their opener, they're gonna be pretty receptive to to what you know, to what um what I'm doing or, or wherever I take them. Uh so I, I just know that those jokes 
you know, getting to go across the country a little bit, and it's just, it's just to my benefit to just be myself and do my material, and it's been working. I mean, like a couple weeks ago, a week or two ago, a week before Thanksgiving, I did a show in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, and it was middle-aged white people that I was in front of, and this was in a old steel town, and I, I did my thing, and they, you know, they enjoyed it. So it's just a matter of like. Uh, being just being myself. I mean, pretty much the, I'm the same guy that's that, you know, on stage as I am off, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, so I'm just trying to just, you know, peel the onion back and, and get more comfortable with the things I want to share and just keep trying to get better. Now, how was it working with acclaimed actor and director, JL Covan in the trailer for the movie Biggie? Oh, he's, I've worked with JL a, a, a few times. I've done a couple of his sketches. Uh, he's, he's easy to work with. He just, he just says, Oh, can you do this? And, you know, though, some, the director, uh, Dana, he, he was great. And, uh, he would just say, Oh, why don't you just say it like this? Or I like that. Or sometimes we could ad lib or, you know, it's, it's, it's just fun. Now, I just try to make, go ahead. As the black best friend, where, where did you get your motivation in the scenes? Uh, from every movie where a black guy has been a best friend. Okay. Okay. And that's like every movie. Uh, Chronicle. (laughs) (laughs) I was channeling my motivation. (laughs) You know, a funny story. Uh, I went to go see, uh, Spike Lee's, uh, old boy. Mm. And if you're on my, if you follow me on Twitter, there's a, or you can look at my, uh, pictures. I took a picture of this movie that he's gonna be in next month called That Awkward Moment. It's him and Zach Efron and then another kid that was in 21 and older or something. And there's a, there's a, uh, floor, a floor display and mm-hmm. Michael B. Jordan's picture was like in the back next to a column. Mm-hmm. And then I tweeted AMC theaters and I was like, yo, why is Michael B. Jordan's picture like, all in an obstructed view and i was like black actors and and they they responded and they were like oh i mean we're sorry about that we're gonna we'll we'll take we'll try to take care of it and you know wow i I think social media and the way people respond has caused a lot of companies to panic like anytime they get stuff like that because they was like well i don't want to be the next such and such that you know cnn or fox and everybody's you know talking about it people boycotting and it's just one of those things where everybody panicked right yeah and i was just being i was just doing it as a joke because i turned off my phone and i saw where uh they'll they when i turned it back on they were like oh well because the last thing that they said they let me i want to see if i can find it for you uh i'll uh because i think we gotta uh, uh hold on i don't want to be AMC has been following the GOP on Twitter and shit. It's like we don't want any of those problems. Uh, just I bet you so. Get the get the Negro intern in here now. Stat, we need a response. Yeah, they probably had one right behind them, and and it's probably one of the things where they was like, don't put out dumb shit. <laughs> they was like, don't put your opinion. Yeah. Just post the movie times and the dates. <laughs> That's all we do. Tell them we got free popcorn. Right. Push the card. That's it. We we don't want anything else. We want the people to continue to come to AMC. Yeah. Many racially themed movies playing today at your local AMC. That would never uh, delete, happen. Delete, 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 delete. That would... It, 
That would never happen. And they got Roscoe behind that. Roscoe, should I? Mm-mm. If Roscoe say no, it don't go out at AMC. <laughs> and they never, uh, they didn't promote Old Boy. I saw your tweet about it a couple days ago. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's out. Because I remember, you know, I was like looking forward to it and I didn't hear anything until I saw somebody tweet about it or, you know, no commercials or anything. Yeah, Old Boy is in that Catch-22 um, thing, though, because on the one hand, I feel like motherfuckers don't always like Spike Lee. Right. Yeah. So you got that. That's true. And I'm definitely going to go see it because it's been so controversial. Now I have to see it. It's like I have, I the counselor for me. I haven't seen the original one, but everybody yeah, says you the, original the original one is crazy. And it's just one of those things where I thought about, well, maybe because maybe the violence, I don't know, nah, you, but, but, you they, don't, but they didn't promote it good at all. Well, like, you don't know the, um, you need to watch the original to, okay. to really understand what I'm saying. But, uh, the original, but the, like I said, the catch 22 is yes, yeah, Spike Lee, and he's getting some hate just for being Spike Lee. I've yeah. seen the same thing happen with M. Night Shyamalan with, um, yeah, uh, like anything they with put that black home mm-hmm. with, with After Earth, the Black Fatherhood film. Mm-hmm. Um, like I've seen the same thing happen to other people, but, um, I think Spike's in that category too now where anything he comes out with is going to get shitted on. But I saw some of the reviews that were like, it's too violent. It's too, it's too bloody. It goes too far for, uh, American audiences, but it's like, uh, you guys knew it was a remake. Come on now. So he could either stay true to the remake or took all the heart out the film and made a shittier film. Um, yeah. you know, not to mention, uh, Spike Lee, uh, you know, didn't come up with that concept. It's not like Spike Lee made it fucked up. Yeah. Like, you know, and if anybody that knows the ending and the twist, I won't spoil it for anybody, but Don't. It, it's, it's extremely like a twisted plot and. Yeah. I was gonna, the, the way I was measuring this was like, I'm gonna wait till people see it to see if he stayed true. And then I'll go see it because I remember for a while, Will Smith was cast in his leading role. Uh, that was the rumor. And I said, there's no fucking way Will Smith Uh-oh. will go through yeah. with this movie. And as soon as they said, Oh, he's out. And, um, uh, I forget the guy's name. Um, the white dude, whatever he's in. I was like, okay, now I'm ready to watch it. So yeah, I, I think, uh, I definitely want to see it, and I think that uh, it's a catch twenty two. Because how do you promote this movie anyway? Because what that's you, true too. What can you really show? One, you can't give away the end, or else you give away you fuck up the whole movie. Right. Two, you can't really show how bloody it is on TV. Um, Doing the commercials, yeah, yeah. So you you're left with like probably a thirty second to a minute trailer of a bunch of cuts of a guy waking up in a room or something. Like I don't know how they could have promoted it, but they definitely didn't try at yeah, all they didn't, they didn't give a shit i mean if they can show people on black friday stomping the shit out of each other they can pr- do a pretend you know with like stage violence and it's really not i mean this one spike lee's version is is way more violent than the original uh but i mean i'm a i'm a spike lee fan and i wanted to see it and one thing that i've i thought it was solid and, and one thing that i've learned just by watching this movie, it's just the way that he handles flashback sequences. Uh, it's some of the best. He's like one of the best in the game when it comes to like covering a flashback and creating uh, that environment. It's something that I just like realized. Uh, this has always been a fan of his, but just kind of was was uh, just taking that into account after I saw, you know, c- certain scenes in this in Old Boy. I was like, wow, that's he's really good at that. 
And yeah. He was, it was great. I, 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 I admire, like, even if you don't always like a Spike Lee movie 100%, there's always some elements that you can take away that are just fucking brilliant. Like, uh, I know Red Hook Summer uh, got panned, yeah. but it had a great, it had a great performance, you know, from, uh, what's, what's my man's name? I dug myself into this hole. The, <laughs> your, your, uh, the chat room probably knows, uh, from The Wire, the... Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> Michael B. Uh, Jordan? I don't know. I didn't no. see this one. Uh, I didn't see this one. But he's, but, but just a, a great performance. But sometimes Spike is trying to, is trying to grind too many axes. Mm-hmm. And so it just kind of over, it, it, it just makes the movie, uh, you know, just really big, bigger than it needs to be. But I, I, I really enjoy Spike. So. Well, the, the, the other thing too is, uh, a lot of black people talk a lot of shit about him ever since he started talking about Django and uh, Tyler Perry where people are like, you know, Spike always talking shit about somebody else. And uh, the only, and a matter of fact, this is a perfect segue. Um, I did the latest episode of medium talk. It's out now. It's called 12 years of slave where Mm -hmm. I talked to Friday Foster, AKA uh, Minnow warrior on Twitter uh about the movie 12 years a slave and some of the historical relevance uh we talked about the history of slavery we talked about uh you know hollywood uh politics and getting these type of films made and stuff like that and it was actually a really enlightening eye-opening conversation it was very fun i think on twitter you know she's been going around and like she you know she's a she's a fighter and by fighter i don't mean like she's gonna call you like bitch i kill you but she's a fighter like you know, I like this movie, you know, I like this concept. Why are you guys, you know, not going to give it a chance? Or, hey, I read this review and this person paying the movie, you know, let's talk about it. You know, I, I hit him up. Was it Armand White? Uh, that she, that she got, that she got into it with or what? That pan, was the guy that panned the movie. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I, I, this, this is, uh, just, I'll just see her timeline where it'll be like, oh, gotcha. you know, yeah. this critic said this thing about, oh boy, and I don't understand because this, 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 uh, 12 years of slave. So many black people were being like almost, um, almost boisterous of being like, I'm not going to see this movie. I don't yeah. give a fuck. And she was kind of like, you know, why are, are y'all so like almost, it almost enthusiastic to tell everyone you won't go support this movie. You yeah. know, at, at the end of the day, it's a good movie. It's by a black dude who cares. It's a tough story, but it's, but it's, it's not just told, uh, haphazardly. Um, so, um, and we talked about that, you know, the pros mm-hmm. and the cons of it. It wasn't just a, uh, one sided conversation, but it was, but it was like, um, a very fun, important conversation. We talked about Spike Lee and old boy. Um, like uh and it was cool man like it was funny i had to chase her down for like two or three weeks to get her to do this because i would see her tweeting at people like why don't you go see 12 years of slave why don't be scared to see it and i had to like i was like well come be talk about on the show she's like i don't want to do that and you know i don't want to do this and uh what if i offend people or whatever and i was like i need you to come talk about it on the show you're so adamant and passionate this yes we should get this on record so people can go hear it um the latest medium talk 12 years a slave but uh yeah man i i um you know that was the thing that we had we talked about with spike lee is that i was like i just don't want people to take for granted his place in history true now not, you know not just his skills as a director 
but literally his place in history history, man because a lot of movies made today really literally would not have gotten made without him like he opened up the door for so many different genres of movies and he opened up the door for a lot of black directors yeah i'm not saying he's flawless me either he criticizes uh, people he calls people out sometimes he you know uh can go too far at times but i just don't want people to throw him out without considering that without him a lot of these people that there i don't think there's a 12 years a slave without him i don't think no. there's because um, people just assume someone would have stepped up into that role and made these movies but i i feel like you know um spike fought to get movies like malcolm x made mm-hmm. you know they, they, they didn't just give him these movies like you're black so I, I i feel like we should never take that for granted yeah he and actually you wouldn't have me if there wasn't uh a spike lee because he's one of the people that inspired me be uh to want to be involved in entertainment uh because you know as most most young black youths uh want to be athletes and and the stuff that he did on that he put on screen presenting us with like denzel washington uh that that was just the same as watching bo jackson run a touchdown or or Mm -hmm. you know jordan duncan or anything like that for me that was something that was inspiring to me and uh yeah, he just gave he gave uh, black people a voice. He's he's one of those people. Uh, him and John Singleton, and then you had Matty Rich, even yeah. though he only just did straight out of Brooklyn. But I mean, it, but think was, like Samuel Jackson. Yeah, is Samuel you know is Samuel Jackson Samuel Jackson without Spike Lee's films? Is is Denzel even Denzel, Denzel. without right. Spike Lee's right. films? Yes, Halle Berry exactly like people just take this shit for granted like it was gonna happen either way and uh it's a little unfair i know he didn't like Django, but damn dog like i know right dial dial it back a bit it's it's okay for black people to not agree on everything and not be black 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 all the time right and not be thrown out of black culture because they didn't agree about some shit it's fine it's it's absolutely fine and then sidebar uh it was clark peters who was the lead of uh uh red hot red shit red, red hook, hook summer, summer. yeah <laughs> but but yeah like i i think you know and i and one thing like when it comes to black movies uh bomani jones said it best a couple weeks ago on his podcast where he was just saying how blacks are just looked at as the other mm-hmm. and and people don't feel comfortable with seeing for the most i'm just para- he said blacks are looked at as the other and then it's it's like a movie like The Best Man Holiday. People, white people are more prone to go see Twelve Years a Slave than right. Best Man Holiday. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's because it's just I guess there's just more of a, a catharsis to see. Oh my, I'm glad that I'm not like that. I'm not. I didn't beat anybody, or I wasn't mean to a butler. Yeah, you know, and I feel a- like they also. Uh, it, it, like, we get into it on, uh, the, it was a really good, it was a really long interview too for somebody that was like, I don't think I want to talk about this, man. She got to talk and I said, you do want to talk about this. Um, I, and I figured out she would because, because she was so adamant about like, uh, talking to people and wanting to know why or just saying, you know, you should and all that stuff. So it was like, well, you have a lot to say. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, that was some of the stuff we got into because I was like, I think a lot of it is just people's rejection of being told what to think or how to feel or yes. what to see. And 
you know there's a pressure to it um also i think a lot of people did 12 years of slave a disservice because uh you know it's the, a new age of twitter everyone has to try to get their attention how they can get it and there's a lot of people that get their attention by being like i the most sensitive broken person ever all the time be broke with me no be broke by yourself and um i feel like a lot of those people went and saw 12 years a slave as almost like suffering porn or something yeah and yeah. then when they got out the they, they didn't just, really praise the movie as much as they, they praised as much as they praised themselves for going through the movie you know what yes. i mean yes which is like yeah. a weird way to promote anything because uh, i think a lot of people said no i don't want to just go to the movies to feel bad if no. that's you know if that's the only thing you're going to measure this experience by I, is I'm out. how much you cried and how sad you were i don't want to participate and not enough people walked out of there and just said this is a fucking solid movie um it was really yeah. good and uh well shot well directed well acted uh and instead of saying that which i think more people go see movies for yes they do they turned it into like you know almost like passion of the christ level of like if you don't see this you, you ain't, ain't a, shit you ain't a black person or you ain't a christian or you ain't a this and it, it totally turned people off in the movie mm. yeah they put too much on it because i i knew when i saw like i'm just a fan of movies so i knew like uh, an actor that i really liked she would tell edger for and then you have uh, Fassbender, you have a great cast, and a director that's really, that I like, that's really good. I was like, I'm going to see this. It's, it's a movie, you know? Yeah, and when I walked out, I didn't go, guys, I cried for 17 hours, but go see it so you can be as good <laughs> as me. I was like, it was good. Go see it. Yeah. You know? Because you, 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 I don't know if you want to reveal, I don't know if you talked about it on your podcast. I know we talked yeah, about fine. it on on uh spoiled movie reviews about how you got emotional over best man holiday yeah you yeah you didn't even cry at, at 12 years of slave. yeah i didn't cry at 12 years of slave at all but i think that's the director's choice because i think because he told it unflinchingly mm-hmm. i i wasn't really moved to to be broken by it because he didn't tell the story to try to break you you know yeah, i felt I like it's, yeah. it was a sad story that he was like i'm gonna keep it factual these are the things that happened and you kind of are prepared the whole movie for worse shit to keep happening. Like, right. it, even at the end, you're kind of like, eh, what year is this? Maybe he got to go back and do like a couple more years. <laughs> so, so like that, that's, that's a little different as opposed to Best Man Holiday. They give you some shit to feel up about and then they hit you in the balls with the sadness. And that's how you get me. Like, I, yeah. I was like, Oh, look at depressions, babies, cancer. Oh no. <laughs> like it was just. Yeah. It was terrible, <laughs> but um, I mean, terrible as far as me crying like a bitch. Sure. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> this is the Blackout Test podcast. You can find us all over the place. Best, best way to find us is to go to the blackouttest.com. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podomatic. Just put in the black guy who tips, uh, and we'll be there. We appreciate everybody takes time out to listen to the show. You can give us five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher Radio, mm-hmm. and uh, we promise to read them on the show on Saturday mornings. The official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. A bullet ball extreme. And today's podcast is brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. Uh, go to shadowdogproductions.com slash tbgwt.html uh, to see 
all of our audio plays that we've done you can get all like six of them for like four dollars or something like that oh cool which is a crazy ass deal I, I told you you got dex doing that car salesman you yeah. know what dex got the with the dough buster deals yeah he's going crazy yeah <laughs> um but you can go do that man we appreciate the people that do uh, it's a do. good way to support the show. Good way to keep him. Uh, yes, and they're hilarious. Uh, the audio plays are funny. They're yes. good quality. We were acting our asses off. We had a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, people write in about them all the time. So yes, they do. Uh, hopefully, you guys will go check them out, man. Because and, and, uh, and people that have bombed in the past normally hit us up on Twitter or Facebook. And be like, oh, that shit was hilarious. Yeah, my you know some of my favorites uh, are like uh, fries where uh karen cusses me out and drive through <laughs> where karen cusses me out and I, 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 directing I, shit where i cuss karen out uh, that's true i think out of all of my favorite one gotta be uh it's drive through okay and uh also i like hate puppy because i got to do freestyle rap and surfer voice mm-hmm. so i enjoy them all but i think i think that was that was my favorite one and i think for me uh that was my uh my shining moment because uh when me and you was in i think me and you was by ourselves in the in the uh um recording thing when they was at their old location mm-hmm. and one of the actors in the back came and told me that i did good it was one of the things i was like nigga i'm not a professional if a professional come and tell you you're doing good and you feel like you're an amateur i will i want to do the duggy i was like i have arrived uh That's also all you need mm-hmm okay i had that confidence she yeah. she was good at cussing me out yeah it's like she's just been have practice wrong i don't know it feels like she's just been holding it in and one day i'm just gonna wake up with a steak knife in my chest no it was real it was never (laughs) act this was the act um uh, another thing to go to tweakedaudio.com uh you can get earbuds for your hair and i mean for your head i said for your hair and your ears um and while you're at work you know you, if you got long hair you can pull them over your ears so people don't know you even listen to shit True, yeah but uh you know they're discreet nice quality earbuds that you can listen to they come with a lifetime guarantee if you put in code tbgwt they also come with free shipping and 33 percent off um a little portion of each sale goes to us so if you guys go do that it makes us money um and don't you want some headphones you listen to podcasts all the time your earbuds cut out on you and shit you on your laptop your porn is only in one ear aren't you disgusted with yourself don't you want surround sound quality pornography <laughs> go to tweaked audio put in code tbgwt get all of the different fancy types they got the the kind that are less expensive fifteen dollars thirteen dollars all the way up to like 40 something dollar earbuds that come with like microphones or you can answer your phone and shit like that mm-hmm. so uh make sure you guys check it out tweakedaudio.com and code tbgwt for your discounts uh it's christmas time get some for a gift for some people and let them know hey you got a lifetime guarantee when the shit breaks you can just send it back get some more um, so. i got a couple random thoughts first things first let's talk about i've been watching a lot of football mm-hmm and uh, there's a new Papa John's commercial. Have you guys seen it? What happened? Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning is in the commercial. He's taking dough and throwing it at people. No, I ain't seen this one. Did he throw it at some black people? <laughs> He's throwing <laughs> it. It was multiracial. He's throwing it at indiscriminatory. Everybody. Okay. People right. were trying to get their jobs done, construction workers. It came off very elitist because these weren't rich people. These are just people that were working class people getting dough thrown <laughs> on them. I said, this makes sense. 
But, oh yeah, because uh, the other people making dough and walking off with your dough, so you don't need to hit them. Uh, right. Uh, it, but it is. Uh, I don't know, like if I if this is fair or not, guys, and you tell me. But is it fair that every time I see Peyton Man in these Papa John's commercials, since I know the guy from Papa John's is against healthcare, come on now, it doesn't like Obama and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Is is it okay that I assume Peyton Manning also secretly hates the president and he's been in these commercials anyway? I think, I don't know. I mean, I think Peyton Manning just probably goes where the money is. Yes, sir. I mean, it's it's just, so I don't, I don't really know. I don't know if you can make that correlation because he's everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know why. It's because, you know what, you know why? I Actually, I do know why. It's because the dude from Papa John's is in the fucking commercial too. Yes. And he always comes up and has a buddy moment with Peyton Manning in all these commercials. I'm sure yeah. some commercial person wrote it and I'm sure it's not Peyton Manning's idea. Probably, mm-hmm. Maybe he even thinks the guy's a blowhard or whatever yeah. and would never hang out with this guy if it wasn't for a check. But, you know, Peyton's so good at acting that when the dude comes up i'm like you motherfuckers oh y'all can look at all these people working in here behind y'all you just throwing they dough around playing around and shit that's real that's their job that's pieces that they need to be making (laughs) they over here needing the dough and you throwing it at people and shit (laughs) and then here come fucking rich ass papa john (laughs) sounds a lot like master john to me oh over here high-fiving and shit and y'all laughing at the poor people y'all throwing dough on papa john's he doing such a good job that he's pulling that real emotion out of you I guess uh, not. I mean, pa- no, Peyton, I mean, Peyton is. Peyton is. Yeah. So that's so that's when you know it's good when you get that real down in your gut uh, anger. I hate knowing his political stances because yes, I, I wish he just set the fuck up. And I can't that. watch yeah. his commercials because like his shit is contradictory to his stances. Like yes. there's one commercial where he comes out and he's like, "Hey, what's going on, Peyton?" And Peyton's like, "What's going on, Papa John?" He's like, "Hey, you know what?" I think we need to give away a billion dollars on a pizza. Next person to order a pizza, get a billion dollars. I'm like, you could just split that up and pay for the health care for your employees, though. Ain't that the yeah. truth? He'd rather give it away. It's like better ingredients, better subjugation, Papa John. <laughs> <laughs> right. But that pizza's good, though. So it's, it's it hard is. to, like, like my fatness will, like, just kind of... <laughs> Like, a, like, just kind of push stuff out of the way. It's just like with all this, uh, like, all the stuff with Walmart and how they treat the employees. I used to work at Walmart. I used to unload trucks. I mean, when, you, when you're when you 21 and you want a stereo, you'll do just about anything, you mm-hmm. know, to get a stereo. And it's they do treat you like shit, but you see all these activists are like, we got to change this. And they say, yeah, fuck Walmart. How much are the Reese's peanut butter cups there? That's right. Yeah, and you know, also, um, he puts you in a unique catch twenty two because you know that this dude is not gonna provide for his employees, so it's almost up to you to do it for him. Yeah. You know, yeah. like when the driver gets there, I I treat him like it's the underground railroad and shit and like come, <laughs> like come on like in. Freedom. You need me to hide you or something? Have something to eat. Here's five dollars. Shh, don't tell your master. And like I help him out and shit. And this is he put me in that position because I know that he won't take care of them. It's, they break their leg, you're gonna fire them, shoot them in the back like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> even even with the delivery charge, right? You tip Yeah. I tip I tip. I yeah. I tip because like, I know they're not getting it. I know that that's yeah. their fault, according to, to people that are assholes. But they're not Why getting their fault that they're not getting. It? 
that's what I, that's that's what everybody yeah. says and they want to tell you know it's like that, yeah well it's not my fault you make 245 maybe you should unionize like and okay. get a real job How, i am just, working yeah just give two dollars man it'll be fine um like you you won't yeah. be broke but um yeah but it's funny though because it'll be like uh i know they don't get that delivery fee Mm-mm. so yeah i tip and then you know also it helps because our shit gets here faster and right. you know there's been times where i order a pizza where i'm like i get i don't man i couldn't think it's, of anything to eat sometimes tonight. we order from the furthest one and they'll get there like twice as fast as somebody up the street because they were like hey whatever you do and you know sometimes i think the delivery man might see our shit come in and make that shit himself <laughs> he'd be like you know what fuck it y'all on the phone um yeah these you know i know they 30 minutes away i'm gonna be sure i get there at 20 yeah and it's not even oh. that big of a tip it's like five dollars that will tip them but that's and, more than most people you know i just kind of price it into my order whatever i order like i just throw five like okay it's gonna be five dollars more and they act like it's a thousand it's mm-hmm. just you know I, if the average person probably tips a couple dollars a couple more over that and all of a sudden i'm mr big fucking bucks and it really is it's only five dollars yeah it's not like i order yeah. pizza every day or some shit you know once or right. twice a month at the most, at the most. I, 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 I put five dollars in the dude's hand and he can't wait to fucking see me I, i'm cool with yeah, that they've been looking for our names and uh you you talking about you chris i i have a um this is when i knew that uh i love pizza and the pizza is my favorite food but this is when i knew i love pizza too much was that uh, one time I was waiting on one of my coworkers, I mean, my, one of my coworkers waiting on me, and I had got on the elevator, and I, the, uh, a piece of person had been there because I smelled the piece, I said, I sniffed the air. I was like, okay, somebody been in here. And when I got off the elevator, I looked at her. I said, did the Papa John man come this way? She said, God damn, how you know? I said, because I know the smell of that pizza. <laughs> you, like the wolf, you like Wolverine and Yeah, shit. I was like, pizza here. This is definitely Papa John's. I bet y'all probably could have told, told you a piece of it. Yeah, you know, but it's funny, though, because in this commercial, it feels like two bullies picking on poor people. Oh. Because you got to... I can dig it. You got to see the commercial. It's just him throwing dough on people that are working class. It's like, is he hitting them or something? Yes, he's hitting them in the face. Oh, shit. Because I worked at Papa John's, so does it have, like, that white flower dough? Yes, Because yes, you have to flower your hands. At football velocity, he is just knocking people to fuck out with pizza dough. Oh. And then and then this other rich white man comes and high-fives him. He's like, oh, Peyton, you can't just keep hitting the poor people with the pizza dough. But anyway, <laughs> ah! giving away a million dollars, long as they're not getting health care. Papa John's. Like, somebody gets their earbud knocked out because it's fucking, like, their eardrum busted because of the pizza dough inside their head. And he's like, well, fire that person. We're not going to take care of them. But, Peyton, calm down. Better ingredients coming fast at your head. You better duck. Papa John's. Slaves don't grow on trees. No, they don't. Uh, All right, here's the thing. This is the most controversial thing we'll probably talk about all day. I haven't even run this by Chris. I don't even know how he feels about it. Oh, shit. Controversy? (laughs) Uh, Mike Tomlin definitely did that shit on purpose. Black people stop acting like he didn't. Are you so? I think he did. Uh, but it's a hundred thousand dollars, and they're considering taking away a draft pick. That's a little. I don't if he wasn't black, I would be a hundred percent fine with this. But he black. That's it. Are you, are you being? Are you? Is that your? Your stance, your true stance. Yeah, I feel like he, he black. Uh huh. So people like I like. Here's the thing. I feel like it's extremely. I know black people think they helping, but they're not. 
you are being extremely disrespectful of mike tomlin if you think he's just a dumbass who accidentally stands on a fucking field come on now i'm sorry the man is way too intelligent for that shit he's smart he's a coach of an nfl team he has won all these games this man is nobody's dummy and they and of course and they're like well but why would he lie he doesn't have a history of lying he lies because he's smart smart people lie sometimes y'all it's, it's what they do you stick to your lie too you don't go out there and, and try to be like well you know uh uh maybe i did maybe i did you go I, I, of course i didn't mean to do that because you know you're gonna get in trouble if you say you did of course but yeah he he did that shit he meant to yeah, he did he meant to who the fuck did like all i can i can prove that he did it dog like um because people are like well uh what why would you think that he did it rod and i'm like uh i think he did it because he's not fucking stupid and if you think he didn't do it then you're either you believe he's that fucking oblivious and dumb which to me is way worse than what i'm saying <laughs> like I think, yeah uh, <laughs> it's, it's true like i mean I, you you know he did it and what surprised me i didn't realize he had been coaching for seven years mm-hmm. uh congratulations to mike tomlin for being a black coach and coaching that long and head being a head coach hell one, yeah one super bowl right yeah one super bowl yeah and i'm proving that he did it because i put the smiley uh the gif in the chat um, <laughs> i can look straight in the camera like oh, yeah. oh, after he yeah. got away with it and he had that cheshire cat smile and then he looked right into the camera i said that's a nigga who did it that's a face <laughs> i can never make listen i you could ne- any man in a relationship you could never make this face after answering any question your wife asked you oh you that, can, that would not go that's how you well. know he did it that would not go whose number well. is this in your pocket girl that's my cousin <laughs> When Omar Epps plays him in the biopic, that's going to be a pivotal mm-hmm. scene. <laughs> I feel a like moment. That's going to be an Oscar-winning role for him. Yeah, and like, he's he's going to watch this Jeff a thousand times before this scene. Oh yeah, you know he did it. Like because now, did anybody talk about like Jason Kidd, like the light-skinned? Yeah, athlete? people were like it's such a light-skinned move. That's why he didn't get fined as much and stuff. But I, honestly, Jason Kidd didn't get fined as much because. It's um eighty two games in the in, in the NBA. Honestly. Come on now, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> like that's really right. uh, all there was to that shit. Uh, if it was only sixteen games in the NBA, uh, his ass would be getting fined a hundred thousand yeah, dollars, and they'd be they talking like, about draft picks and shit too. Count more, and he's on the competition committee too. My yeah, father. it's what just the fuck. Was he thinking? Yeah, it's just not good. And I know what he was thinking. People were like, "Well, why would he do it? Because isn't it dumber?" to stop somebody from getting touched down when you're on a competition committee no it's like pass interference right and you watch an nfl game there's one level where you're like why is this dude so sorry that he would just grab this wide receiver that's fucked up he's gonna get a penalty he's gonna stop the clock he's gonna mess everything up you know what else he what else he did he also stopped the team from getting a touchdown ain't that the truth and at the end of the day when you're left with a bunch of bad choices such as uh you know, uh, 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 Megatron is about to fucking score a touchdown on me for the third time, time in a row. Or I can just throw his ass on the ground for no reason. And get these 15 yards, but yeah. he didn't get no touchdown. Right. I will take the fit. Give <laughs> the me the 15, 15 yards, yards every yes. fucking time. Right. That's, that's why it's a genius move is because he stopped that dude from scoring. They didn't get penalized. The refs didn't throw the flag and they didn't give him the touchdown. 
uh that's the smartest shit ever they just happen to lose the game later yeah and the nfl is is such uh it's a it's a business it's a it's a corporation that's so uh uh how do you how do you say um they're so uh careful about their image yeah they're so obsessed with their image and how they're portrayed that they want they that yeah you can't fuck around and do this it's just like and you you don't also when you punish someone for something like this this is what a lot of people just don't get about running anything anything when you when you punish someone for something like this you're not punishing this guy for what happened Mm-mm. you're not going well no harm no foul you guys lost the game Mm-mm. they still scored a touchdown in that drive that's not why you punished them for what could have potentially happened, happened and for everyone else who might even think of this shit yep so you're basically being like we have to be so punitive that, that we that someone else looks at this and goes not me right. yep because if the dude because here's the thing of all the shit that could have happened this is the best result that the guy didn't score the touchdown no one got hurt and all this if the guy would have plowed through uh mike tomlin uh mike tomlin gets his fucking knee blown out or something or the guy trips and blows his knee out which is actually way worse for the record yes it Um, is if uh baltimore loses that game it like all kinds of shit could have happened in this moment and you can't allow people to fuck around like this and he's way too fucking smart dog of course yeah you and know? the thing is, neither one of those teams are going anywhere this season. Yeah, yeah, but it's but it's still his job on the line. Yeah, it is his job. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's still his job. That extra win wouldn't have hurt. But it's you know, I just think motherfuckers um, are like blinded by the fact that he black, and we root for black coaches and black quarterbacks. I mean, we all do. I do. Um, I do too. And and anybody knows that has listened to me on your show or wherever knows how emotional I am over this, stuff like this and. I was like, this dude was wrong because it's like you said with that Cheshire cat smile. I think somebody on ESPN and it was a white person, one of the whites on that on that network was like, and that Cheshire cat smile, <laughs> he did it. Yeah, <laughs> look at that watermelon eating grin. <laughs> <laughs> that nigger apple eating grin that he had. Tom Jackson's like, whoa, hold up now, hold up. Whoa, 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 come on. <laughs> he wouldn't have said that back in my locker room but yeah man he did it man come on guys <laughs> can't believe motherfuckers even try to pretend that like i was just watching black people in denial all on my timeline someone and uh someone i think at llama j on twitter said it perfect he was like i feel like 100 percent of the people that are arguing with you in your timeline are either black or still as fans and i said that is probably the closest thing to the truth yeah you can't be unbiased and not you cannot be unbiased and 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 think that that dude is that unless you think he's a fucking idiot which if you I do don't think he is more power to you but i don't agree sorry like the, the draft pick is the thing that i'm worried about like i hope they don't go there the draft pick shit is weird though because they're like yeah we determine it after like i'm not even going to get into the punishment because honestly i think it's unprecedented how to punish someone with something like this but Mm -hmm. it's it is very serious and Uh it is something that you don't want to ever see happen again yep so i understand going overboard it was like look we're gonna punish him and the fucking team because we don't want no issues with nobody but it's very weird you yes, it is like, weird. And, and we're going to get the draft picks for right. firstborn son <laughs> to be able to play. Right. We're going to wait to yeah, do it. It's like we got to wait to see when it's determined, like what pick they get. So it's 
it's a very weird thing that they're doing but i get it man they they're in a bad situation because i mean they didn't wake up in the morning like let's fuck with mike tomlin they 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 were like looking at tv this nigga grinning every five minutes and like god damn it we gotta do something you know their phones is blowing up yeah the only time he shows emotion is that point like you never you very seldom see his face is straight at all well uh that's one of the best shape-ups in athletics though it is all time uh, now, is it is it now? I say Jawan Howard, mm-hmm. uh, Mike Tomlin, and uh, Jerome Bettis. Oh yeah, that's that's definitely the top three. That's the uh, yeah. holy, that's the holy trinity. Yeah. Um, I've been doing this new thing this month. Um, that I'm trying to do to the end of the year on my Facebook page and my Twitter. Um, I'm trying to do hacky black comic. Uh, yeah, black I, and I've white. Been liking it. Yeah. Um. And uh, I've been trying to do like one a day to the end of the year. What's that? Um, well, you know how people. I think we <laughs> I actually think it started on the show where um, I, I made a joke about um, something so Black Black Friday. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like White Friday. Be like, I perhaps I purchased yes. a couple of Black Friday. Black, I'm gonna get it. So mm-hmm. I've just been keeping that going. <laughs> oh, my, oh, the best my. one was the Jack, was the Jack White and the Jack. White. Yeah, that's yesterday's. <laughs> Yeah. Jack Jack White be like, perhaps I'll play some blues rock music, and Jack Black be like, I'm a motherfucking do some rock and roll up in this nigga. That's <laughs> you know how Jack Black is, guys. Um, and then today's uh, you know, black hacky comic is uh <laughs> about about smoking. White and Miles be like, shall I take a quick puff of unfiltered tobacco? And black and miles be like, take this cancer in your lungs, motherfucker. <laughs> that's how, that's how the black <laughs> and miles differ. Uh, also did white and black plague. Um, but, uh, it's getting more difficult to come up with ones. Um, people are, and it didn't help that some people are trying to like shark me and add to my stuff. Oh, I'm like, no, I'm like, that's just taken away from stuff I could do later. But, yeah. you know, um, like white plague be like, why don't you rest a spell? And black play be like, these rats gonna bite your motherfucking ass, cough, nigga, cough. Um, that's so you know. I'm, but I'm gonna make it to the end of the year is my goal. So uh, nobody help. I'm fine. Uh, just uh, like and don't add because you're just making my job harder. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, that's that's one of my favorite thing, dog. Let's let's talk about um some of these articles, guys. Um, oh wait, I actually did have one more random thing I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this also happened on Facebook. I was thinking about this. You know how we have all these people on like Twitter and Facebook and they're always talking about how lonely they are. And yeah. I was talking about how they can't get a man. Nobody will fuck me. I'm the most unfuckable person on the planet and stuff. And I was thinking yeah. about this shit. There is somebody out there that was willing to fuck everybody. Yes. You I just have to be willing to go to Citibank. They will fuck you. Regardless of what you look like, they don't give a fuck. If you got money, they got you. They will fuck you over in a heartbeat. They will feed you. Mm-hmm. They, they will fuck up your interest rate. They don't care. They mess your whole credit up. So you're welcome. You, all you lonely people, stop t- bitching. Just start going to Citibank. Of course. Um, speaking of being lonely, Chris Lambert is a bachelor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I was reading this article and I said, mm, Chris might need to know these things. Okay. The, the 10 things that you do as a bachelor that you got to stop right now, Chris, right now, if you want a lady. Oh, Lord. Okay. Is this advice on advice? 
uh <laughs> this is not advice <laughs> only. number 10 keeping your dirty clothing in a pile stop it you can, i put it in a basket is the bat is it a pile of clothes in the basket no it's just it's just a regular like uh, i wash like every other week okay well was, yeah don't do that if you want a woman don't ever put it clothes in the pile number nine stop playing video games all weekend chris okay nothing wrong with playing games as recreation that's totally fine with a little less what's a little less fine though is treating every weekend like a showerless pantsless all you can dorito marathon oh where's your cut in katie when you need them it's getting a bit old chris and you're getting oh. a bit old for it a woman wrote this didn't they uh let me see i just like also i like the way that um this person says like uh it's fine to play video games and then says you're getting too old for them Oh, well, then it's not fine to play video games then. It's almost like anything a dude likes to do without a woman is, is bad. Now, I know, Karen, you play video games. Yes, rock, I do. But y'all have your own separate joints, though, right? Your separate. Yeah, because she's, yeah. she's yeah. avid yeah, about we, it. Yeah, we, we had yeah. to because it, w- it was almost the opposite problem. You know how do you know how ladies come in and they look at they, I mean, uh, ladies come in, they look at they dude like, nigga, you still on? Roger would come in and look at me like, you still on? I would literally wait till he went to bed and then I would play for like, till like two or three in the morning knowing I had to get up at six. It's like, nigga, I want to play too. I'll wait. Yeah. And also, like, I hate when they bring up stuff like video games because anything to an extreme is stupid. Yes, it is. You yeah, know? Because yeah. nobody, like, honestly, if there are some women, men, people, whatever, that hate that their significant other plays video games. But that is more about their own insecurity. Like something else is you're having fun with something else that's not me. Exactly. You know, which is a totally different fucking problem. Yes, that has nothing a, to do with a video. And game. it's a personal issue. Yeah. And I think a lot of uh, uh women in general, because they try to get on women, because women complain. Mm-hmm. The, uh, a lot of women complain about it and they complain about sports like you said anything that don't involve them these yeah. are personal issues that these women have you're doing shit without me or i can't be involved or i don't know anything yeah. about it so you know I'm, I'm i'm going to come over here and and since i'm not having fun you're not having fun because i've literally seen women uh like fuck up atmospheres because they were not involved in shit and you're like bitch go somewhere and sit down find some shit to do you didn't have to be here right right number eight stop using febreze instead of cleaning you know how you guys do guys what's wrong with febreze they just spray febreze on everything instead of cleaning up the house and you know oh so you febreze your dust wash your clothes wash your sheets guys your entire apartment you can't febreze everything that's true you can't do that treating hygiene like it's for special occasions okay guys you know you come home and y'all muddy and stinky and stuff and you just stay there all weekend you don't even take a shower unless you're going on a special date no you got to stay clean all the time people yeah that sounds like somebody don't wash their ass walk around in a suit constantly that's what i think you should do six not preparing your own meals I feel like, like not, a lot not of cooking or yeah. and women fall in this category. It's you know, it's a lot of single women. It's like fuck it, why? You know, it's just me. Why am I wasting my time cooking for just me? This includes. Yeah. This also includes frozen meals, semi-prepared meals, and yes, takeaway. Because there's nothing that turns a girl on more than a room full of takeaway containers. Apparently, you're not taking out the trash. I don't know. Apparently so. Uh, and this article is by Ask Men. So these are men that are that are in these bad relationships 
so men men <laughs> so did men did yeah these are men that are giving this advice this is like when um like whenever you talk to a married dude like i remember when i used to play basketball on my on my 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 company team and uh i was uh engaged um to my wife and um or it was my fiance at the time and uh the dudes would be like uh bringing in their girlfriends and shit whenever we had a late game yeah i remember their, them doing that their families would come in when it was an early game and shit so it's like they're all cheating and shit and so one day they were talking to me and it was like hey rod man how come you don't you know be cheating on your girl and i was like what the fuck yeah, yeah. And, I, and i said something wrong uh, with this group of people because i love her and <laughs> they were like well how you know she ain't cheating on you and i was like i don't i just trust her yep uh because it was still like a long distance relationship it was like we had to drive a couple a couple hours to see each, each other, other. Mm-hmm. um oh really yeah yeah, yeah. kara's still in college i was out and um the guy and then the guy was like <laughs> like talking and it was like another dude with him and he's like oh man this nigga think he uh, he think he in love man he think man i love my wife too and i'm just sitting over here like okay that doesn't mean i gotta repeat your mistakes nigga like i don't know what's gonna happen to me in 20 years but i'm just you know betting on the i can control my dick side you you don't <laughs> ah. have to like i'm not judging you i never said a word to these men i never looked at them funny Mm-mm. the only thing i did was when they asked me to lie one time they were like can you my wife coming oh shit uh hey man say this girl is with you because you the only single dude on the team i said no, no. don't get my fucking name in this like yeah. i'm supposed to go to a barbecue and meet your wife next week fuck you we got a lot of a face situations like that man and it's not it's not a good look it's, yeah it's no, not cool it's at not, all no. so yo it's okay your wife thinks i'm a piece of shit you piece of shit fuck you i'm not <laughs> and, uh, we're not friends uh, we're not even yeah, friends. Like he, he talking about he in love, like, you know, like, he ain't never gonna have to cry himself to sleep <laughs> every night because he sleep beside somebody that he don't know who she is anymore. Like, when he puts a ring on her finger, everything changed. He act like that shit ain't gonna happen to him. He act like he's not gonna wonder if his kids is really his. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Okay. I see how it is all high and mighty and shit. This nigga act like he... He like gotta throw away perfectly good toilet paper <laughs> and say, "Baby, I gotta go and get some toilet paper <laughs> so I can just get out of the house for three or four hours." This nigga, this nigga act like that. this nigga act like he not gonna have to get a Harley Davidson when he turned thirty five just so he got a reason to go cruising on Saturdays to get out the house because he know his wife hate loud noises and motorcycles at fast speed. <laughs> like ah! y'all, y'all niggas got to chill, man. Like this ain't me grown-ass men but uh yeah this is it feels like they wrote this article it's like fun number one you're gonna have to stop having it because number- <laughs> because our women have complained to us and we figure out if we do everything that she they do everything could be all right but then you're gonna look at that bitch and resent her be yourself yeah if yeah. this if this is the shit you do this is more of a get your life together. You don't need a woman to make you start doing this. No, Because you you'll always regret it. You'll yes. always look at her as the fun police. Yes, you who will. Who fucked up your life. And you will always be looking for her out. As opposed to being like, I probably shouldn't have poor sleeping habits because I'm an adult. Come on now. Yeah. Yeah. I probably shouldn't charge the credit cards up because I'm an adult. All right. But yeah, I'm not reading the rest of this. Fuck this article. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Right. Hey, hey. Hey, bad advice, man. I always be like, this will be funny. And then that way, I get mad for real. Like, fuck these niggas, man. 
<laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. Uh, did you guys know that the well-armed young women are helping to spike the growing gun slash, uh, gun ownership numbers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like I told you the other day. Mm-hmm. Women, even married women, but women are like, I got vaginas and I don't want to be attacked. I, I, you know, odds are, if you go, if you look at me and you look at a man, I will most likely be the vic- weaker victim. Uh, at, uh, well, the well-armed woman, their slogan is where the feminine and the firearm meet. They advertise stylish purses, purses designed for concealed care. Yeah. You know what? And I was talking to, um, we was talking about, um, guns at by on, on break one day and they was talking about, uh, some of my coworkers said, uh, women, they was like, yeah, I carry guns, things like that. They were saying that they actually have like little small guns that they like come in multiple colors, you know, and things like that. So I was like, Ooh, I don't want a gun, but that sounds neat. And I'm pretty sure they like kind of cater. I'm pretty sure you can fucking find a bedazzled gun or a gun with like a lipstick. Who knows? But it's one of those things where it's like, hey, if we can get women over here with these guns, we can make some money. Yeah. Um, yeah well, it's, you know, when you look at it, it's, it's just we're living in a state of fear, just like that. The was Batman Begins and all that. Mm-hmm. It's like everybody's afraid. So if dudes are afraid. Why wouldn't women be afraid too? You know. Yeah, so people they're, they're scaring the sh- market. They're scaring the shit out of people with these knockout games. Yes, stuff. they are. Yeah. You know, I'm sure people are scared, man. All the stuff you're hearing about, like people covering up rapes and shit for high school kids, you probably are. Like, you know, get a little good. Won't get me. Even though the majority of rape is like people that you know and shit but ain't that the truth you know but if you could have a gun why wouldn't you and yeah they definitely keeping people scared um another online retailer pistols and pumps uh pistols and pumps mm -hmm. i like that name concealed and high heeled is their slogan they offer pink camouflage hats and bra mounted holsters oh shit gungoddess.com the name apparently is sufficient sells a variety of gun bling including leopard print handgun grips and zebra print ear protection. I love that women decided to woman it up up in this. Of course. Uh, like, I'm yeah. going to make, like, not only am I going to have a gun, but it's going to be fabulous. Of course. It's, it's, it's like, they look at that black, go all black. That's the only color you have is mm-hmm. all black. My gun got to match my pocketbook and the bag that it's in and the foundation yeah. that I have on plus my pumps. Mm-hmm. hand me my summer gun and my that's right and, and you know what hand me my off-white winter gun mm, it's after labor day guns dipped in estrogen mm-hmm. and, and, and you, <laughs> they got guns with birth control in the holsters it's crazy well then she'll never forget mm-hmm. such items may guns seem that won't shut the fuck up <laughs> Am I right? guns right? that won't let you play video i tell you this much you won't have any of the bad etiquette in the last uh, article if she had a gun that's true. You just gonna eat Doritos and play video games all weekend, Jamal? Click, click. Um, no, actually, baby, I was just wrapping up. Uh, <laughs> well, what would the, you like to do? About to log off and, uh, go watch these sheets. Um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, apparently women are buying guns. Um, of course. The guns probably have like cute little skirts on them and shit like that. Like, like, that'd be amazing. You fuck around. They'd be like, um, what is those gun earrings that you have? Oh, oh, don't touch them. Don't touch them. You might get shot. I just feel bad for when the women start doing crimes and robbing people and shit. And it's going to make them real easy to find. Set it off for real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what happened, sir? I was shot by two assailants. What did they look like? They had on masks. I didn't get a good look. 
but one of them had a a cheetah print gun <laughs> with <laughs> with rainbows on the side <laughs> the other one smelled like chanel number five um a woman with pepper spray is smart a woman who takes self-defense is prepared but a woman with a gun is scary says rachel mikowski a 25 year old nanny in westminster colorado and when it comes down to my life and theirs i want them to be just as afraid of me as i am of them yeah and they've even done studies to show that women are actual better shots than men yeah they are they are that, that's like biologically just true um uh, even like in the olympics and shit the best sharpshooters are women um uh in 2011 gallup poll they actually have better reflexes too which you know uh a lot of people don't know man just yeah. scientifically not biased like not just me saying it no yeah yeah um, like scientifically like yeah you might be bigger than me i'm quicker than you a 2011 gallup gallup poll found that 47 percent of all americans claim to have a gun in their home of those american 43 percent of women reported they live with guns in their homes uh, they report 15 percent of all american women personally own a gun yeah I, I i don't own a gun uh one day and me and Ray talked about this i would i would literally like to go to like a shooting range and um actually uh shoot a gun mm-hmm. because like my biggest thing i literally am the type of person if i see a gun i'm like motherfucker get it the fuck away from me no like i'd like to go shoot some black people one day i mean whoa Rod. what Rod. oh i'm what i'm sorry whoa. guys um too soon i think i think it is rob ford i hope i'm not the first black person you shoot because i'm around you all the time <laughs> rob ford uh remember that crack video that everybody thought was so cute like that's like that's the thing i don't like about this this mayor story pardon me but i had to pull it wine on this one i'm sorry but if this was a nigga this would not be some cute story that everybody's leading the six o'clock news with oh, that would be another anecdote of some crazy outrageous shit he did they wouldn't have had to vote it them them people up in it's racism in canada too they wouldn't have had to, his ass would have been out the city they, they just have been signing autographs and it shit just, it just is weird because they treat him like it's some type of mascot or something like look and at that crack man like, like he's just a wacky panda bear right mm-hmm. like weird, at least yeah. at least with marion barry a lot of black people were rallying behind him because they were like y'all are trying to take this man down who has helped our community and uh we're rallying behind him because we know that this this is bullshit this is just like he did crack so what guys he's harmless well yeah the video i remember when it first started Started. i mean they brought up the fact that one of the people in the video was dead Oh, Anthony Smith. Like in the video, literally just dead in the video. No, 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 no. He eventually died. He he eventually died. He was alive in the video. Uh, well, Anthony Smith, 21, was shot dead on March 28th as part of a gang dispute. Um, and he was in the picture with Rob Ford. Obviously, these gang members were trying to release this video for money, trying to sell it to different news outlets. Um, the notorious crack video of Mayor Rob Ford was the motive for the murder of an alleged gang member, Anthony Smith. Newly released documents revealed that this information service in the early days of the scandal in statements to the police detectives from Ford's loyal logistics director, David Price. In one staggering claim, the police document states Price dislo- disclosed that the cell phone containing the recorded, uh, the recording of interest 
belonged to the deceased anthony smith and that it was the motive for his murder smith 21 was shot dead on king street on march 28th part of a game dispute price stated that the male smith died because of the phone according to police information disclosed wednesday this theory is not correct based on previous interceptions relevant to the murder of smith whether there is any merit to this murder case connection and other claims price and towie made in early days of scandal is unknown as toronto police will not talk about their investigation yeah it's not so cute it's just all i'm saying motherfucker dead is it still is it still a funny story is it still some lighthearted mm-hmm. fair it's, to, never, it's never been funny to me even yeah. over here united states they be joking about it they thought every yeah. toronto's well, crack smoking mayor comes the right, buffalo they're like oh i wish chris farley was alive the guy that killed himself with drugs so he could play the guy <laughs> yeah that's alive come on now yeah it's fucking weird man um he, he wasn't he at a bills game uh yes. last mm-hmm. weekend and and he had on a Bills, like, I guess a jacket or a jersey. Mm-hmm. And he was like, nigga, you better take that shit off. We don't <laughs> want you to be affiliated with us. Crackhead. Like, we're talking about crack in the NFL. Mm-hmm. If you don't want a coach, like, maybe trying to trip, well, tripping up a, a player, like, you definitely don't want a crack-smoking <laughs> mayor to right. be at your football game. They don't even want regular crack smoking fans. Come on now. Uh, definitely can't have crack no smoking. Superstar. Yeah, can't have crack smoking celebrities up in there. <laughs> um, so guys, I don't know if you guys, uh, have been hearing about, um, all of this, but there's a new strip club that is, well, not, I don't know if the strip club's actually new, but there's a strip club that is offering guilt free lap dances. Yeah, guilt free. No more worry about that. A strip club is offering guilt free lap dances to customers by promising to give the proceeds to the of the performances to charity. I wonder if the strippers agreed to this and how did they get them to do it? Ain't that the truth? Cause they're about that money. The promotion by Burke and Hare in Westport, Edinburgh, means dances will be half the normal price in order to raise money for a seriously injured friend who has not been named. Oh, okay, I've seen people do this. Yeah, porn stars do this and shit. Okay. It's like, we don't have it. So-and-so got in a car wreck. She don't have insurance. So, uh, you know, if you guys want to come jack off to me on camera, I'll give the money to her. Okay. Well, then, and when oh. that's the incident, that makes sense. Because cause in their mind, they're like, shit, that could be me. I will help her out. Yeah. So... You can uh, finally get out of the house of that woman with the 10 rules. And uh, ah! she can't blame you. You go, I'm jacking off for charity, man. Uh, I came in my pants for charity. It's for a good cause. You should we be thanking me. And I pay half price. I save money. Be happy, bitch. <laughs> right. It's very responsible. I got it on sale. Uh, but yeah, I just thought that was cool. Um, there's a photo of a Taco John manager in Charles City that led to her firing. Uh-oh. An Iowa restaurant owner says her business took a dramatic hit this fall after a customer's photo of a sweating, barefoot worker made the rounds on Facebook. The incident illustrates how the proliferation of cell phone cameras and customers' use of social media can have a major impact on small businesses. Uh, but not the uh, motherfucker standing in barefoot in the kitchen making shit can't have a... I would think that would have more impact. Come on now. Uh, trying to reenact scene from baby boys and being rain uh the part. Not, that was whack. That bomb. Sorry, guys. it sounded like <laughs> honestly i'm gonna keep reading this but but i read it already it really does sound like the scene with pookie from new jack city oh where he was uh oh. well, then you might be well, he was in the managing trainees program at the crack counter 
um state records indicate melinda halverson 31 a team leader at charles city taco john's restaurant mowed the grass outside the franchise on august 8th she then came into the restaurant food preparation area which is in full view of the customers at the counter why is she mowing the grass outside hey small business can you gotta do everything yourself one of those customers photographed halverson with no shoes gloves or uniform because she didn't want to get grass on the food probably as she prepared food for herself and two friends the customer then posted the image to facebook with the caption this is in charles city iowa tacos johns this woman was preparing food with her bare feet no uniform her bra and chest hanging out all over the place she was pouring sweat wiping it off with her hands and not washing them i asked for the manager she was the manager she was extremely rude because i was upset with her appearance and behavior within minutes the photos reposted to others uh, to the taco john re- uh, facebook page and the other sites along with more negative comments the next day franchise owner linda johnson reviewed security for camera footage of the incident johnson fired halverson saying her conduct which included failure to pay for the food she made well that's probably why she got fired yeah, yeah. it's like listen i don't care about sanitary shit okay but you can't be still this food. food is disgusting it's only one percent meat anyway but yeah, you didn't even want to pay the employee discount yeah you will not steal from me i've never even heard of taco john maybe that's just a midwestern chain mm-hmm. uh just take a picture of the titties and let it be i know these they must have been just horrible titties or something to make somebody who takes a picture of the titties and and gets upset angry uh this person yeah th- this person and moms against america or whatever the fuck <laughs> uh violated <laughs> violated company policy and state health regulations by that time the customer's photo had gone viral and triggered a report on a local television station and more than a thousand negative written comments about taco johns and the charles city franchise in particular that's actually terrible uh, because a thousand people didn't go there a thousand people didn't see that uh, but a thousand people probably, went on yahoo restaurants.com and did this yeah and i bet you most of them probably don't know what the fuck this is they ain't heard of this chain but just felt like they had to say something yeah. That's just weird because it's like people have too much time to do a lot of this shit that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Well, like when I'm mad at something, um, I, I expect myself to be mad because it happened to me. Um, right. maybe my friends will be mad to a lesser extent. Maybe the people who listen to our podcast will be mad. But what I don't expect is for all of them to pick up their computer and go leave a negative review. <laughs> Of some huh. shit that didn't happen to them. Yeah, true. Like it didn't happen to you. You know, well, I heard that you, UPS fucked up his package. So I'm calling UPS also to complain. It's like, no, it's fine. It's a thing that happened to me. It's, it's, we're good, guys. Uh, here's something that happened to a lot of people. Some parents found themselves scooping up their children and fleeing for the nearest exit at a Florida movie theater on Friday when a sexually explicit clip was a- accidentally played. Oh, Florida. No. <laughs> uh, How did this happen? Apparently, Tyler Durden was working a film projector that day. Oh, did they, did they, did they, the, uh, they fuck around and hit the wrong button? The incident reportedly unfolded at Regal Cinema Park Place Stadium 16. Uh, when felon, when families arrived to see the latest Disney movie, Frozen, probably. Yeah. Uh, there were apparently some technical difficulties. There in was some the Frozen film. going on, all right. Yeah, the the dick was frozen on the screen. 
<laughs> there there was a there were apparently some technical difficulties in getting the film to play so the theater ran a different cartoon until the issues were resolved but as the alternative cartoon ran somehow a sexually explicit clip also appeared on the screen one that reportedly played for just under two minutes <gasps> just just under two minutes ah! yeah that's a long time two minutes is a long time oh it took them that long to remember they didn't hear the kids screaming and the moms running and, and well they probably got their kids out of there before the two minutes was up I'm assuming, oh. but still i mean that's a long I mean, time i mean but it, like immediately you'd have heard what, what the hell is this you know what it is uh we as um people without kids uh and people that probably listen to this show right now your kids aren't around we're perfect right now oh yeah i'd laugh but if you have no i'm not even talking about laughing no if you have kids yeah they're around you every day it's kind of like having a wife and when people be like man if i was married to holly Berry, i would be fucking her every three minutes you're like well at some point you're human that's right and you get used at to it at some point you hit her and you leave her right <laughs> you bust her ear bust her Aww. ear open and you go yeah yeah uh but uh you know at some point you're gonna you know you like i think people with kids even are like oh really you know like i think the reason that we know it played for two minutes is because some the some parents were in the theater like if it's just 15 seconds of fucking fine just get back to my cartoon yeah yeah, keep these motherfuckers in a vegetative state i don't want to i'll go complain get some free tickets or something but they didn't expect you know, almost two minutes have an interesting story to tell Damn. my mate when they get home from work but that is it that's how i think that's how exhausting it is to have a kid you probably looked over like close your eyes boy and then when the shit kept going for like another 45 seconds it was fuck me spit in my face it's like oh uh we gotta go <laughs> like, that's this, an is, this is how you got here you know it's probably one parent yeah like, this is how you got here yeah and i regret every moment of it <laughs> with your mother i don't even want to look at her i come home i don't i don't i hit her face you ruined this for me is what they say and then yep. uh then when they walk out by the film conductor they're like now what was the name of that clip and they probably get mad because they're like oh now they they probably like shit i could like you said it could have took and they know what they probably could have took 30 seconds while some ch- people took their children out of the theaters the theater others like lynn green a grandmother attempted to shield her grandkids eyes yeah because i was like i'm not getting up yeah we're lazy yeah, and, and we're, we're used we're, to having your kids and we assume yeah. that y'all that, that you wouldn't go be dumb enough to let this float in the in the children's theater for this long they put in the filler it looked like steamboat willie the old mickey mouse somebody's getting that was. somebody's getting that willie steamboat in him all right guys come <laughs> yeah. on up top you know how we do and then all of a sudden it goes to the other scene, said Green. The she, other scene? Yeah. And there was dick all over the, well, she got more graphic right then. And I'm telling you guys, that cock was a mile wide and days long, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she added, it seems like forever when you're trying to, you know, cover a little guy's eyes. eyes. Yes. I didn't have enough hands to cover his ears too. He got the sound down real good. Yeah, because now, could you imagine little kids, especially small, walking around the house going, uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh. You're like, motherfucker, please was, quit repeating that. And it was the grandma, too. So, you know, he's like, uh. I went out with grandma. How was, how, yeah, how was, how was uh the movies with grandma, Timmy? Uh, uh, spit in my face. Fuck me in the ass right now, motherfucker. Like, Take oh. this dick. Right. Be like, grandma, what did you go see with my baby? Yeah. This is some real freaking. How was Frozen? It was like some real, like. 
fuck her fuck her good some shit like that get some caco porn or some shit <laughs> now let me eat the sperm what did you see in frozen <laughs> what did you take him to see i thought frozen was rated g yeah disney lied why is he what talking about princesses right <laughs> there should be no tentacles in this movie uh one mother commented on the facebook page claiming that she was in the theater when the incident unfolded rather than lambasting the theater she said that the general manager's reaction was good enough for her to offer up forgiveness over the incident i was there with my three-year-old just so we are clear no one asked for the free movie tickets they were given to us i think it's very easy to pass judgment when you weren't there the scene that was shown was graphic sex scene i personally thought the audio of it was the worst part with that being said i know it was an awful mistake the general manager who came and spoke with our theater was obviously distraught about the whole thing her heartfelt apology was good enough for me uh so yeah she was a very understanding person many others shared this same sentiment but not everyone agreed another parent who wasn't in the theater god damn it i hate people sorry yeah what's wrong with people man weren't even there they weren't even there people can't wait to be mad about some shit on the internet they wouldn't even involve. Yeah. Someone there is like, oh, go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. You're saying these internet activists. Right. Yeah. Someone who was there was like, it, look, they apologize. People fuck up. It's fine. Other motherfuckers like, you need to castrate their eyeballs. Fuck them. <laughs> Take them out of business. Where's my, where can we start a change.org petition? Of course. Against AMC. Victoria Gallo says, who has a picture of her kid as an avatar. And for the record, Beth Staven, the, the other woman, she had a picture of her kid as the avatar, okay? Absolutely not enough. My children do not watch anything that's not intended for their little eyes. That kid movie is brand new, so it would be played all day. So no error should have been made because they aren't switching them out. I believe I was probably done on, it was probably done on purpose by an immature teenage employee. She has invented an entire different scenario. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, lady? Who is she watching? Was it Obama's fault too? (laughs) Did they raise your taxes? It's probably done by Obamacare and 9 11. I believe it was probably done on purpose by an immature teenage employee who thought it would be funny. Someone has to be held accountable. The movie theater management or its owners. So now the manager or the owners have to be the ones to get in trouble. And she even thinks it was probably just a prank by a kid. So, which is no way to control for it. There's no way. Even when you hire somebody, you can't know they'll do some immature shit like this. Yeah. If that's what happened. And you don't know what happened. And I guarantee you some shit malfunction. Like, it could be a little bit of everything. Yeah. I mean, obviously something happened, but it's. Yes. The the managers need to. The president needs to come down on AMC. And, I won't reprimand. Right. But I can bitch you in there. What are we talking about? Oh, man all right let's 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 get into uh well actually chris you're in the new york area ish right you go into the city sometimes i do yeah what do you think about this train that derailed oh it's horrible yeah it's scary like you ever get scared when you're on the train like this shit could derail or is this one of those things where you don't really think about it well i don't really take the metro north uh i drive to work and uh that's that's the the trains, like the commuter trains, um, and uh, yeah, it happened on Monday, and it was like four people that got killed, and they're they're just investigating. So now they're just doing every every five minutes, 
and then the people that died. One mm. person was going to get a Christmas tree, mm. and they just keep beating you over the head with it, and it's already tragic. Um, yeah. But it is, it is, it's, it's sad when anything and, like that happens. You and know? I have a question. What's the difference between a commuter train and the subway? I thought they was all the same. Well, the subway is like just the underground, you know, like in the metro. It's, it's part of, uh, the transit system. Okay. But that takes, like, the Metro North takes you outside of Manhattan. Oh, okay. Okay. Like okay. So they probably the take bird. you from, like, okay, like a further distance versus the subway's kind of just underground in, like, a, a, a congested area. Yeah. Like, okay. it'll take you out of the, you know, it'll take you to Long Island. It'll take you to, it'll take you to Westchester. Um, but it's just, it's not, and it costs more because it's the, it's the, you know, bigger, it's like, um, like in, I know like a lot of people live in, a lot of people, your listeners live in the DC metro area. Yeah, like what up, young? To what up, young? What's up, young? Let, <laughs> let everybody know how it is. You know, uh, so it'll be like the metro, the trains are, you know, specific areas in DC, Maryland, some in Virginia. And then you have like a, I know like a mark train, a mm-hmm. mark train that'll like take you like to Baltimore or outside of it. I'm not a, I'm kind of talking out of my ass a little bit, but <laughs> that's essentially, that's essentially what it is though. Like it, the, the Metro North takes you to, you know, Westchester is, you know, the Burbs, Long Island. Yeah. All that jazz. Well, I just, uh, apparently the dude fell asleep. There was like some driver error in oh. this, uh, that they're saying, um, the guy not going enough. too fast. Yeah. Going yeah. Too fast. And nodded off for a second, and uh, that's what that's what fucked it up, man. Oh, yeah. human error. Yeah, because didn't didn't that well? Did they were saying like um, they were gonna have like computerized like when certain places with the I guess the trains cross the train a change track they were gonna get it where uh, the system was to be designed to stop even if the driver wasn't paying attention or something like that but so but this was like outside of that zone where it was basically the driver driving yeah but why is this playing anyway it almost feels like that i like that beat thanks man it almost feels like we would have that technology by now to stop this that's what i was thinking where where we go okay you're going too fast for the curve and this and and the tracks would kind of slow it down seems like it would just be automated at this point like slow the fuck down wake up nigga but Apparently the thing not. that I don't like, the thing that I don't like, I don't ride the Metro North that uh, at all. But the subways and the trains, they raise the fares so much every year. It seems like every couple of months they hike the fares, mm. and then they have shitty service. You mm. know, like the, and then it's always a problem every time the wind blows a little bit. The news is out there. The Metro North, there's people that are trying to get on. And we don't know if they'll be able to make it to work. And it's mm. like, yeah, I, I had to come from Queens and take two buses just to get to this train station, and now it ain't working. I got to take a day off. I got to take days <laughs> off. Because you ain't going to make it. Yeah, I'm going to need braces, and, 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 and I, I, I'm trying to get a house for my, you know, my, my family. My, I got another one in school, in college. I can't, I can't, can't deal with this shit. <laughs> it's Back stressful. I like that. I like that. Um, uh, they don't, um, uh, uh they, like that, that the trains, uh, run out there. They keep raising prices. And that means that at least one of the people when the train crash was thinking like, 
Oh, just fucking kill me, man. These prices are no. go up all the time, man. man shit I didn't is, mean to really kill me. I'm gonna be late, and you know, oh. if I could just like, there's also a person on there that's just like, oh god, I'm gonna get killed when I get home. She know I come, I got lipstick on my collar. I come home smelling like perfume. I got stripper glitter all over me i just ah! wish this motherfucker would derail right now i don't even want to see this bitch i got my half off lap dance mm-hmm. yep i've been playing video games eating doritos what um, was, what was yeah. that statistic you told me uh about the money left on the cards oh 500 over five hundred thousand dollars was left on metro cars in new york for the uh no 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 i'm sorry over almost a million has been left on metro cars in new york for the mta uh just people not spending the entire amount on the metro like they card, you know where it's like I got, oh yeah you know, i got you a dollar money. though go ahead, go ahead yeah you know they have a dollar left or whatever and they just like either throw it away or lose the card or never spend it mm-hmm. um and then the other thing was the tsa has found over half a million dollars in people's change and money that they leave behind shit yeah so that's what that's what those two stats were um it's time to play some games guys it's getting kind of late here so uh let's let's see if we can get a couple games in before it's time to go uh obviously the first game is always fucking with black people where's my volume We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time for fucking with black people. The no- did I lose my volume? The number one yeah. game crossing all the podcast land where we play or read different articles from around the globe, and uh, we ask you guys. Uh, we we rate them to a hundred. I was say music came and, back. Yeah, good grief! This is terrible. Uh, it's late last week of the show last day of the week um but yeah uh yeah, we rate them from zero to 100 today's contestant is the state of georgia uh-oh got the whole state mm-hmm are you renated on the state where i was singing this song the little drop down menus where you can pick first came the look of disbelief and under occupation this is one of the options what do you think that is not an occupation I don't really know what to say. A potential juror filling out a new online form told us he hit the letter S for sales. What he got was the occupation slave. Hey, why is that even an option? No. That is an That's occupation that some people book. Wow. Wow. Until a month ago, jurors had to fill out this questionnaire by hand and mail it into the courthouse. The new online form is supposed to be easier and more efficient. Oh, John Evans, the president of the DeKalb NAACP, simply calls it offensive. We can't go around thinking everything is peaches and cream because it's 2013. Uh-uh. A court spokesperson says the list of occupations is 62 pages long. She's not sure if the word slave has always been on the list or if somebody added it before the program went online to the public. So they're saying it's a mistake? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm still in shock over it. I don't Sorry. think that's a mistake either. The company that designs the software says those drop-down menus are inputted by the user. In this case, the county. Now, the courthouse says it removed the word slave as an option within an hour of being told about it. But it says that investigation to figure out just how it got on the list and how long it's been there, well, that is going to take a bit longer. Yeah. So. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. 
yeah uh you know scale of uh zero to a hundred is how we grade things here uh this may come as a shock to everybody uh it's straight wide and uh it is a jury form but it was taken down in an hour yeah uh what about and they pretend they say they don't know how i got on there i'm gonna only give it a 50 guys oh okay i was gonna say 75 why 50 um uh not a hundred because they didn't double down on it a truth they didn't double down and not only did they not double down they took it down in an hour after finding out like they were scared they were like no and it would be a discredit to so much of the fucking with black people stories where people are like yes i called him a nigger and i do it again and i called nick where's he at now where's that nigger right now it's like that's a hundred that's, that's how you get a hundred yeah i can't give a uh, contrition like this a hundred man yeah, i only like, give it a 50 bad. i know it's a very controversial yeah exactly you're not even yeah you're not riley cooper in it <laughs> that dude got a hundred but oh, <laughs> i would say on a scale from Django to solomon northup <laughs> I, I will give it uh i'll give it i'll give it a yeah like a i'll say a little over 50 give it like a, a give it like a uh uh give it like a lavar burton kuta kente Oh yeah, or just like one of those slaves in a like he's a nameless slave that you mm. don't really know. Okay, like kind of. I give him like uh, Forrest Whitaker's dad. In okay, the, in the butler. butler. Okay, well he got killed. Yeah, oh, that yeah, that's work. yeah, that's actually kind of that's the worst case. That's um, and he wasn't even a slave. <laughs> he was just black. <laughs> was uh, that Killer Mike? Wasn't it a rapper? uh i don't know i haven't seen the butler yet man um, the chat room probably. yeah somebody know um but uh uh here's uh here's our other game that we play guys and chris is a veteran at it it's time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time i said now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show crossing all the podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants to guess the race. Today's contestant is none other than veteran of the show, Chris Lambert, host of the Mundane Festival podcast. Chris, are you ready to play some Guess the Race? I'm ready, Rod. All right, and the chat room will play along and they are quite racist. Let's go to the first story. Birmingham, Alabama. A woman charged with killing a fellow Alabama fan. Oh my. After the end of last weekend's Iron Bowl football game was angry that the victim and others didn't seem upset enough over the Crimson Tide's loss to arch rival Auburn, said the sister of the slain woman. Are you for, are you serious? Yeah. She said, I'm gonna kill everybody that ain't mad. I feel like this is the scene from, um, <laughs> don't be a menace like i'm mad you know that shit <laughs> take me to jail oh lord oh yeah lock me up throw away the key um like everybody's supposed to be mad because you mad calm no, down now. yeah it ain't that serious adrian larose brisket 28 gets the race was charged monday with murder in the killing of 36 year old michelle shepherd wow 28 year old killing a 36 year old babies killing babies <laughs> hoover police captain jim cocker cocker coker i don't know let's go with coker 
uh said both birmingham women were alabama fans and at the same party for the annual game between interstate rivals with no time left on the clock auburn returned a missing crimson uh, missed crimson tied field goal more than 100 yards for a 34 to 28 victory dashing our host of alabama playing for the third straight national championship the victim's sister nikisa shepherd says she witnessed the killing and had no doubt it was about football even though it was unclear to investigators whether the violence was motivated by the game oh lord that's one of the things we're investigating coker said Nikisa Shepard said Brisky flew into a rage when she saw the sisters and others joking that the Crimson Tide's loss wasn't as bad as the NBA's Miami Heat loss. Uh, if the, the Heat had lost the game. Well, you know what? I hate to be that guy, but I'd shoot a motherfucker over that, dog. I mean, that's not even close to the same. <laughs> the Miami Heat lose a game. They still have six other games. Yes, they, they do. They can potentially play in the playoffs. And if you're talking a regular season, there's 81 other games. Mm-hmm sometimes you got to kill a motherfucker man you know i'm sorry but it's the truth she said that we weren't real alabama fans because it didn't bother us that they lost and then she started shooting and you know uh this is what keith was talking about on keith and the girl when he said that these female fans sometimes aren't even real football fans and they show up and it's annoying Ain't they and it's even more annoying to women that are real fans and sometimes you got to shoot them and what's sad about this, I wonder did any of them even graduate from that school? Mm-hmm. Nice. Or were allowed to attend. Or, or, oh, Lord. It's still Alabama. Ain't mm-hmm. they roll, tie roll? Yeah. Yep. What was she? She was like, oh, we're going to roll some blood, roll, blood, roll. Bro, tired of blood. Mm-hmm. I bet they all had pink football jerseys and shit. And then she probably pulled out her pink gun. She's like, no, I'm a real fan. And I got me an Alabama hoster to match my jersey. Her pink gun that makes also makes martinis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shepard said that she and her sister were invited to the party by a mutual friend who also invited Brisky. About two dozen people were on hand. Shepard, the mother of three, was shot to death in a parking lot of an apartment complex in the Birmingham suburb of Hoover, and the women did not know each other before the party. Oh, court records were not available to show whether Brisky had as a lawyer. She has only had a couple of speeding tickets in the past. Records show. Cocker, Coker said alcohol might have been involved, but the investigators are awaiting the result of toxicology test to make a determination. Shepard said Brisky drank multiple shots of liquor during the game and went crazy when she heard people joking at the Bama loss. It was over a football game. I'm never going to forget it because she died in my arms. Oh. And also, it was one of the most improbable comebacks of all time. I'm never going to forget it. it I mean, it's not as bad as it the Miami Heat loss, but it was bad. Uh, guess the race of the shooter, Adrian uh, LaRose Brisky. I'm going to say black. All right, let's check the chat room, see what race they believe she was. Cotton picking nigger with big lips bigger than Tigger. She was just standing her ground white. Backup band members of the Alabama Porch Monkeys from Bamboozled, Spike Lee's last good movie. Oh, Lord. Uh, uh Inside Man? 25th hour uh, uh yeah come on bro just step up you know spike lee uh stopping stopped having sex with the neighbor's dog in time to see auburn win white roll tide oh boy all white everything she didn't get any gunpowder on her good roll tide cut off shorts white <laughs> harvey updike's sister who has too much bevin in her black Who's harvey updike i don't know uh lizzie's white cousin 
one who participated a custom broner brothers edition 45 with grape kool-aid accents the correct Aww. answer is black you got it right chris this is right all right good job you know yes chris what were you gonna say something about a niece and the niece's name so i was like what? i think the middle name la rose gave it away and yeah. it had a z in it too Oh, it's a Z. I couldn't see that. Not a Z. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I tried to get the pronunciation correct. Um, you could feel the Z. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> of course, some people guess white. All right. Let's go to another story, guys. Um, there's some brothers that were arguing, guys. They're very upset. Richland County Sheriff's deputies say two brothers got into an argument over dinnerware and one brother ended up stabbing the other on Sunday night. Deputies were called to a home on Laker Ridge Parkway around 6 p.m. Sunday. Sergeant Curtis Wilson says 47-year-old Edward William Bright got into an argument with his brother over what dinnerware to use and the argument turned physical. Oh, not over the cutlery. Motherfucker, you know that's a salad fork. Oh. Are you using a steak knife? Will you be? You should be using a butter knife. <laughs> You're not. Niles and Fraser Arden. Right. What is what is this article playing? Now they're the little drop down menus where stop, you stop. Stop. First came uh, the. Good grief. Um, Bright is a. That's twenty five more points for fucking with black people, Georgia. Okay. Ah, um, you made seventy five. Bright is accused of stabbing his brother several times in the torso with a steak knife. The whole time he's getting stabbed, that should be a butter knife. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> At least you're using the right knife. Wilson says the victim's <laughs> wounds were superficial and the injuries are not life-threatening. But the emotional scars, they're not superficial at all. Br- Bright is charged with assault and battery and was taken to Alvin S. Glenn Detention Center against the race of Edward William Bright, brother stabber. Say white. All right, let's check the chat room and see what they believe these uh the brothers were named. I mean, what race they were. I also like silverware. Like you put the you put the spoon on the left. Everybody knows that. Is that the soup spoon or the mashed potato spoon that you're using right. there? Is this a fucking tablespoon? No, yeah. it's a fucking tablespoon right now. How you serving tea with a table? You know what? Why the fuck? Yeah. You ruin the feng shui when I need this here. <laughs> this is an important meal of Popeyes. We, <laughs> maybe that's what it was. He was using a knife and a fork to cut chicken. Yeah. And, uh, like, you know, in these instances, we use the spork. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> this is a spork house. Let's see. Whiter than butter, Gordon Ramsay, one who decided they love Obama because Michelle kissed her dog. Arguing over silverware, the whites of the white. This sounds like some ignorant nigga shit, says Black Rob. The sound of Emily Post White. The uh, he was worn with the gray poupon white. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is yes. black. Oh, you gotta put that picture in the chat room. And for those who guessed uh, black, black, one person did. I like that the person who guessed that, their only clue was that it sounded like ignorant nigga shit. <laughs> it's, 
just a total gut call. And that person was white. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that person was the one who put slave on the application. Oh! You know, they could have just like not kicked it. Oh, I'm not a slave. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm free. Apparently, slave is on here. Maybe somebody was like, in the, slaves can vote. Maybe somebody was in the BDSM. Yeah. That's true. I mean, not vote for slaves to be on jury duty now, because that's what it was for jury yeah. duty, right? That's yeah. a, that feels like a big coup for slaves. It's like a come They up. came a long way. Yeah. Like, have a Virginia Slim. Slaves on the jury duty now. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Uh, it's time to get into the bonus round, guys. It's getting intense. Chris is one for one, but he can make it up all here, guys. <laughs> Double the points, double the raise. Double the points, double the raise. That's right, guys. It's time for the bonus round of Guess the Race where everything is worth double the points and double the racism. Chris is one for one. Chris, are you getting nervous? A little bit because I, I don't usually mess these up. So I'm a little nervous. All right. Let's see if we can make it up here. Uh, here's an article. About a woman in Kansas. It was a wild scene at a Lenexa Retail Tuesday. Wait, Lenexa Retailer Tuesday. And it began unfolding in a dressing room. A woman trying on bras says she caught a man taking pictures of her in the store dressing room. Oh, my. And she went to great lengths to stop him. Other shoppers and police eventually helped catch Jeremy Bradley, authority said. Jeanette Owlette was trying on bras in the dressing room at the cold store off of 95th Street in Lenexa. That's when she noticed there was a man with his hand under the dressing room wall videotaping her with his phone. She said she was on he, he was on the floor as he videotaped her. That's got to be scary. That's got to be extremely scary. Yeah, she was like, is he going to come in here? What the fuck is going on? She was so upset about the invasion of her privacy that he could get away. She says... She did something that might not have been the most wise. She chased him through the store while using her hands to cover her breasts. I followed him. I shouted, stop, help me. I just screamed and chased him topless through the store. That wasn't smart, but at the same time, she drew attention, not yeah. trying to be funny. That's probably the only reason he got caught, though. That's right. It was, ooh, titties, catch that, catch him. In that moment, you have to decide, do you want to catch this person or do you want uh, to keep your titties covered? That's true. And it's one of those things where she like, I could have been raped. I mean, anything. That's why, um, mm-hmm. I, I, I like dressing rooms. Some dressing rooms actually are like little small rooms. Like I almost yeah. prefer those where you have like a door, you walk in and you like in a little square box versus the ones which, you know, it's probably cheaper, but the ones that are kind of high up off the ground yeah. and, you know, kids be climbing up underneath it and shit. I kind of worry more oh, about yeah. children, but it's one of those things, but you would look like, bitch, you don't get your kids from rolling up under this, this thing. Right. I, she says, I know I shouldn't be chasing any, chasing someone. I was just enraged. I was at a store in a very private place and I was enraged and I wanted to get the phone. When she hit the front door, she pulled up. Common sense took over and said, you shouldn't go outside half naked. She said it with a slight laugh. At that point, I was just started crying because I was so upset that he was getting away. When you feel violated, what you really want is for justice to be done. Yes, you do. But other shoppers saw her frenzied efforts and they continued to pursue him and the police were alerted. Bradley was arrested about three blocks away. Alette is grateful to those who helped arrest Bradley. Bradley has been charged with breach of privacy, which is a misdemeanor. If convicted, he could face up to a year in jail as well as a $2,500 fine. She says it's disgusting that it's only a misdemeanor. 
he is clearly mentally ill and he clearly needs treatment he needs to go into the system so he can get his treatment she said adding that if he doesn't then his behaviors can escalate and they need not to happen again i like her Mm -hmm. uh but guess the race of the criminal in this case because i feel like guessing the race of the woman is just too easy guys okay uh his name uh was what was his name again something bradley uh uh his name was uh jeremy bradley guess his race um i want to go white all right let's check the chat room the son of one of the one million moms 10 years later repressed saltine <laughs> this cat this happened in kansas whiter than kal-el's daddy jeremy oh. is white billy bob thornton and bad santa you ain't going to shut right for a, a week <laughs> thought he would blend in with the white towels in the dressing room oh. one who watched videos of foot jobs what race is that uh, is that even a race um two first names white <laughs> the ah. correct answer is black oh. i was shot too Chris, Chris what'd you say? Say it again, Chris. That's the worst I've played this game. This is my worst outing. Yeah, man. You only got one to three so far. <laughs> Nobody guessed it right. I'm cutting the claws off. Bradley. Jeremy Bradley, a black man. I love when it turns on you guys. So good. Um, all right, let's we'll do one more, guys, and then we'll get out of here. All right. See if we can get Chris back in the game. Oklahoma City, a UPS spokesperson with the company. Wait, can I just play this article? Let me see. No, it's fucking up. All right. A UPS spokesperson said the company is outraged after a photo surface revealing one of its metro drivers had a sexual encounter in the back of a delivery truck. Oh, shit. Um, it just reminds me of a show we did a long, long time ago mm-hmm. called uh, The UPS Driver Be Getting It In. I, they yes. do I, like a uniform man anybody that's ever worked in the office knows that dude comes in and the women lose their shit for them little shorts every fucking time <laughs> every fucking time he stays in shape lift boxes all day walks up flights of stairs like mm-hmm. and he got a job yeah they love that dude <laughs> i'm not surprised he's yeah fucking I mean, left and right because for a lot of women uniform mean job fireman policeman ups yeah. man you know like it means you gotta you gotta a decent income a woman posted the racy picture online. News 9 spoke with Susan Rosenberg, a spokesperson at the UPS corporate office who said this is grounds for termination and the company wants to track down the driver immediately. And it wouldn't surprise me if uh, him and other employees be banging women all the time. The Right, that's what I was saying. The picture showed a bare-chested woman in a UPS shirt and it was posted last week on a personal website by an Oklahoma City area woman who calls herself Mary Ann a happiness consultant oh she she making people happy all right the caption says look at my naughty time from yesterday what really shocked me is that a driver would put himself in this position no pun intended and then allow the pictures to be posted publicly said brian bates founder of john tv.com come on now bates got a hold of the pictures and wrote about them on his website which exposes prostitution at okc so this dude's last name is bates and he he hunts down people yeah he hunts down people to expose prostitution the police had already been removed the picture had already been removed from the website at the time of this article Bates shared numerous screenshots of Marianne's picture and corresponding post 
I feel like this dude's a pervert too. He's just getting away. He's like, honey, yeah. I have to do this. It's my calling. Someone has to get these whores off the streets and look at their pictures of their titties. If Honey, not me, then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing this for you. The city needs me. He talks to it like Batman. The city needs me. It's like. What do you, what do you expect? People <laughs> fucking each other for free. <laughs> fucking and, and exchanging resources. And I'm supposed to sit here and not get any action. I mean. <laughs> Watch I'm, my city burn. I'm supporting your calls, woman. Yeah. They're supposed to be blowing me. (laughs) (laughs) She was touting much more explicit photos of his encounter on a version of her website that is locked away and that's only for members, Bates said. Oh, shit. Rosenberg said the UPS reached out to Bates after seeing his article and that executives were outraged about the driver's sexual encounter on company property. It disrespects UPS drivers and customers. Yeah, who knows? My box might got some jizz on it now. Come on now. This is not behavior we would ever condone for anyone, let alone our company. We want to assure other drivers and our customers that this will be fully investigated. UPS said Monday it takes the incident very seriously and is working with an area vice unit to track down the driver using truck clues from the pictures. <laughs> Look at the way that box was placed. He really, he really had nothing. Well, I mean, all the boxes are brown. <laughs> he really had nothing to gain, and he has everything to lose. And not at the time of this time of year, you want you want to be losing your job. They said a lot of UPS employees have reached out to him, extremely upset a coworker would do this, which I call those people suspects. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, man, I am extremely distraught. Y'all ain't got no clues or evidence on him yet do you i mean if you do maybe i can help you if y'all like track him down i mean kind of show show me what you got so so you know so that (laughs) you know i can help identify the truck you know (laughs) uh uh do do you have a street corner the truck was parked (laughs) y'all hadn't checked like gps tracking or nothing right do you have uh, gps on the picture did, did did she did she post it on what what is it what is one of them sites called where they where they uh post your uh location right mm. they said a lot of ups employees were have reached out there extremely upset yeah so guess the race of mary ann the woman who had the website who posted the picture because yeah, they don't have a picture of the culprit obviously uh but they do have a picture of the woman in a ups jacket with the titties hanging out All right, let's check the chat room, see what they believe. Sounds like privilege. I'm going with White, says the KC store. White says Sparger. He got a dick in the box, Whitey Bulger. Yes, he did. Uh, oh, she White, oh, she? says Joe Spacely. Yeah, we're asking the woman's name. Okay, okay. Not, yeah, yeah. No black chicks in porn named Marianne. Well, they used to be, guys, actually, back in the day. Uh, did a lot of work with Jules St. Jock. Um, white, she devil. Also, Kind of sad that I know that. Yeah, good. Y'all about to say, good way to use that point of sure degree over there, sir. I be knowing. Point of sure. <laughs> One who would be just as comfortable in the bang bus, Sarah J's little sister, White, Lisa Ann White. The correct answer is White. All right. All right. Let's talk about the last thing, and this show is over. A man was arrested for making threats while wielding a sword. Uh-oh. Lafayette, Indiana, a man was arrested early Wednesday morning after wielding a sword and threatening to kill several others while under the influence of alcohol. Yeah, let's combine pointy things and alcohol. Seems to be working out. Lafayette police say Michael Sparger, wait, Sparger like in the chat, 
Sparger, man, you better not be doing so ratchetness if you're a fan of this show, dog. We don't accept that <laughs> shit around here. That's not cool. If you know this person, man, you personally you need to have an intervention. You need to have a sword intervention. Make sure no swords are around when you talk to him. Uh, he was drinking at an ex-girlfriend's apartment on North Fifth Street. Probably had a fifth. You know what I'm saying? When oh. the woman came home and found him intoxicated, he began, he became aggressive and then retreated into a bedroom. He must have been light skinned. Bitch, I'm gonna beat your ass as soon as I lock this door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I feel like uh Drake was in motivating all this. <laughs> Police say he then came out of the room brandishing a sword and threatening to shoot and kill the ex girlfriend and two other males who were in the apartment. One of the other men then called the police around two thirty AM when the police arrived they saw four swords in plain sight four swords, guys. Four swords. Why? In plain sight of the apartment, but no sign of a gun. Police issued a search warrant, but the result of the search was not disclosed. Sparger eventually passed out. When he woke up, police arrested him. Sparger's being held in Tippecanoe County Jail. Faced preliminary charges of intimidation by deadly weapon and possession of a sawed-off shotgun. But they just said, uh, okay, whatever. Um, yeah, uh, swords are crazy. You know, yes. you have an ex-boyfriend. Don't keep any swords around in your apartment. Motherfuckers come over, try to kill you and shit. It's not cool. At all. You know, you break up with somebody, uh, you know, with a sword. You basically gotta break up with them forever and over and over again. Uh, don't even date a guy with a sword, guys. It doesn't oh, no. matter what Rhett says. Uh, it's a dangerous proposition. And it is. You, you gotta watch out for yourselves, lady. Go buy you a pink gun and shoot his ass. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. Um, all right, guys. It's been another episode of the Blackout Tips. I guess it's Chris Lambert. Chris, thanks so yes. much for sticking around Thank and you, doing the show with us, man. Thanks for having me. No oh, doubt. Appreciate it. No doubt, man. I got you, bro. And uh, make sure you guys go check out the Mundane Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, you you going up anytime soon? You performing anywhere? People can come check you out. If you're in New York, I'll be at uh, Beauty Bar doing a set in uh, like the Union Square area. And then just check my website, chrislambert.com. I'll, I'll tweet where I'm going to be. All right, make sure you guys do that, man. And go listen to the latest Three Guys On with Chris on there, man. I thought it was fucking Funny. hilarious. Yes, it was. Uh, my favorite thing was when you talked about your father haggling people at the store yes. uh, for prices. Oh, oh, yeah. I think that was, uh, yeah, I think that, that was Tim. Oh, that was Tim that said that? You sound like yeah. Tim then. But it was funny. And everybody, like, had a whole bunch of input on it. And yeah. uh, that was cool. And that, it's and then. always fun hanging with those guys. Yeah, yes. and then the part with the suit dudes. Because every, yes. everybody who's ever been to a rundown mall has walked into the suit dude store. Yes, he got lines for you. Yeah, let's talk about they calling people niggas in the transcript because it really is like that. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, what you need? You need a nice suit, nigga. You need a purple suit. Get some yeah. get some red or strong like, I can't wear that at my job. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, make sure you guys come back. Check us out, the Blackout Tips uh dot com five star reviews on itunes the stitcher mm-hmm. will be read check out our sponsors shadowdollarproductions.com go to our page the blackout tips page buy your audio plays we appreciate the people that do that also you can do stuff like um i don't know man a bunch of shit just do the shit man buy your tweaked audio uh headphones put the code tbgwt in to get your discounts uh we'll be back uh saturday for our feedback show um so until then i love you you too baby Mwah.